With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Afura Richardson and you're listening to Geek Soul Brother and the Nerd Events. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Geek Soul Brother and the Nerd Events. This is episode 310. And in this episode, man, we reviewed a lot of movies. About five movies as a matter of fact. We started off with Jack Reacher did uh i did ouija uh what well, was ouija origins of evil <laughs> and then um and then i reviewed medea and also touched on queen of cotway medea's uh halloween and then we touched on queen of cotway and shadow gave a review of the accountant with uh ben affleck pretty good film she said Anyway, we had a good time. We went in on all the movies, especially Jack Reacher. Some of the some of the nerd events were talking about it, and they never even seen it, but they were talking about it. But that's typical of nerds, you know. That's how it goes. But uh, Shadow, myself, and uh, JD gave a good review, and uh, we did a little bit of box office and movies coming up, and of course our nerdy news. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Find us in iTunes and Stitcher. If you do, rate and subscribe. Appreciate that. Also appreciate if you comment. We got reviews and trailers over there. And uh, hit that donate button while you're over there. A little dollar a month recurring donation. That would be great. That would be excellent. Anyway, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. You can find me on YouTube doing reviews also. Find the Nerdy Vems on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, just watch the language in the show. It's for adults. No kiddies around. Other than that... You guys take care. Hope you enjoy the reviews. Peace. We're talking about TV, though. We're talking about for a TV segment. Part of the TV segment, yeah. Okay, yeah. you never did answer I, I my question, though. though. You, 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 never did, you never did answer my question. Did you actually go see Medea? <laughs> we'll find out, won't we? Uh-oh. Because I have... I, I, <laughs> actually, actually, yours wasn't a question. Yours was more of a, I hope you didn't see Medea. <laughs> yes. Wasn't quite a question. You rarely ask some questions on here. You hit up with statements and stuff. Um, yeah, we'll find out. Audience, you'll find out what Geek Soul Brothers and the Nerdy Venom have been up to as far as the, uh, theatrical releases, we did have a few movies. I even caught up to a couple movies. Um, oh, and TV tried shows. to try tried to get back there, you know, in my movie reviewing uh, 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 mode. So, you know, we'll we'll definitely talk about that. Also, since it's the last week in October, and we've kind of been focusing on Halloween uh, horror movies and stuff like that. We're going to talk about horror movies that are uh, good for a particular generation. Horror movies that are good for preteens, teenagers, and adults, and even the whole family altogether. We're going to be coming up with a couple couple ideas. We'll just go around table and see if we can come up with a couple ideas for everybody. It's Halloween's right around the corner for you guys that 
love your horror movies, um, had a nice little uh, Saturday Night Sci-Fi this weekend, so we'll talk about that. Also, of course, the news and everything else. But you listen, Geek Soul Brother, Nerdy Venom, and you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Stitcher, and uh, you can find us on social media. Let me introduce these guys. Let me introduce my Nerdy Venoms. We got JD on the call. Hey, everyone. Are you waving? It's a short intro. What? <laughs> well, well, now we it's back not after so two short. weeks for hey everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now the intro is not too short. We got Jeff. Shadow Scout on the call. Well, everybody, since it's Halloween, you know I have to play that song with Michael Jackson. Here it goes. <laughs> it's actually just Toby Wan, so I'm cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's basically all the movies that Shadow uh, Shadow has <laughs> never seen singing that song. What? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a copy of Thriller, so she had to play that instead. Oh no. Ooh. No, you, you didn't get the joke. <laughs> no, we got the joke. <laughs> we got the joke. Uh, we got them uh, dog on the call. Yes, and I'm not David S. Pumpkins. No? Then why the hell are you here? <laughs> who, who are you? <laughs> yeah, who are you? Who is this that, stranger? This just raises too many questions. <laughs> We also got Toby Wan on the call. Probably. Now, I don't get that one. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I don't get what that has to do with anything that we talked about. Oh, what? Find you, ready or not. And two, the, the background theme music was from um, Stephen King. Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. From what? Sleepwalkers. Yep. Oh. Yeah, but nobody cares about All right. Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. All right. Well, we see. A movie I have seen. <laughs> Sleepwalkers, they've seen cat people terrorize local, local hicks. Right out of shadow. We also had the private on the call. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Your wife is going to be so disappointed. You failed to run. <laughs> Why did you lie to her? <laughs> 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 uh, were you reading that? <laughs> I was trying to do like a uh, Bill Shatner kind of <laughs> straight out of his diary. Oh, <laughs> oh I guess. Oh, Lord Dalek. Transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> that was a bit better. But... <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm going to give Dalek more voices. Uh, that, we, we got Lord Dalek on the saying, call sir? of the. Of the uh, exterminate group. 
uh, yeah. correction. I'm David Pumpkins, and I'm going to scare the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord yeah i have many <laughs> the king is back that, that i thought that never ended Anyway, <laughs> it's like an hour and a half show. It's already been taken care, taken it's over by. Uh... <laughs> People, we got a good show for you tonight. Just a round table, no guests tonight. Just um, just us talking about all kinds of nerdy stuff that we know that you love. Even some uh, interrupting sound bites. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't know where they're coming from. It's from the Gary. <laughs> It's just flying in. It's like the birds. It's just flying That's in. So ever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, as always. Well, you guys might not know. You guys that are new to the podcast, you might not know that we always start off with some nerdy news. That's Good okay. Looks we'll, <laughs> like you all fix this stuff. <laughs> all right. Take it away, Private. All right. Well, we begin tonight with uh, the team that brought us Deadpool earlier this year has officially broken up. Oh. Yeah. It was a, it was reported this weekend that director Tim Miller was leaving the sequel to the hit film over creative differences with star and producer Ryan Reynolds. Since the announcement, details of the situation have been leaking out. Uh, apparently, there were disagreements on how the film should be, uh, including the tone, the budget, and even more. So, you know, they basically couldn't see eye to eye. And it, it also stemmed from the first film as well, I guess. They just sort of boiled over to the second. Uh, since Miller's departure, however, fans have, have begun to a begun a petition to get Quentin Tarantino to direct Deadpool 2. No. That'll never happen. No. Hell no. No, 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 no. Hell no. Who, no. who started that idiotic petition? He Any idiot who hasn't seen a, a, a Quentin Tarantino movie made Quentin, in the last Quentin five. started it himself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just That's a possible. Yeah, exactly. AT&T is buying Time Warner for a barge full of money. One billion dollars. I'll buy that for a dollar. On Friday, rumor gave way to reality as it was announced that the telecommunications giant was buying the media company in a straight cash or stock swap with a value of $86 billion. Uh, <laughs> Yes, since the announcement, there have been a lot of public pushback uh, to the announcement, as well as promises by the federal government to heavily scrutinize the deal. I don't. I honestly, I don't really see what's the big deal about this. Really, I mean, it's just it's just the usual anti-monopolizing uh, thing. But really, uh, AT and T really doesn't have much to gain from buying uh, Time Warner. Uh, yeah, it. it 
does. Well, if they it, throw it, it in, are you, are you saying, if they package it, they have no, dish. they have no major media outlet. It's, it's they have, perfect, they have, a, they, they have a couple. Time. They have cable channels and they have a movie station. They don't have the cable. And they have, a, they have an entire broad, like you know, satellite company. They can make their own channels. Yeah, well, yeah, that's but, they they, but, but why make their own? Why start from scratch when they got Warner Brothers? Uh, yeah, uh, time actually, exactly. they have made some channels. Uh, Audience, which is a channel you can only get on uh, DirecTV and the few remaining uh, out, outlets of the uh, Uverse cable system, is uh, channel AT and T owns. Oh, that's right. right. They have that. They have that MMA drama series that somehow wins awards, even though no one has seen it. Yeah, um, yeah. and they also looking at AT and T stuff. Ain't nobody also, looking at that stuff. They also own. They also own Game Show Network. And they're dicks. <laughs> well, the we show. already knew that for the longest time. Uh, renowned. So what's going to come out of this though? Well, basically. No. Well, no, basically nothing. Uh, you know, basically. Yeah, hopefully, the regulators shut down. Why don't you let the news guy that seems to have the answers? Why don't you let him talk? Well, basically, what's going to happen is that they're going to own HBO. Turner Broadcasting System, uh, you know, DC, comics, everything that uh, they currently own. The only thing that I've heard so far is that they're spinning off CNN to its own uh, its own entity. That's the only thing I've heard so far out of this deal that uh, that uh, Jeff Bukes has already stated. So, hmm. yeah, that's what. And you know what? You know what's interesting? We've complained in the past about too many cooks in the kitchen when it comes to WB. When it comes to Time Warner, um, this might this 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 might get them to kind of meld a little bit better as far oh, as the entertainment profit. Yeah, well, do, don't you remember what happened with AOL Time Warner? Oh, was that was that, a that, that's yeah. a that, that's apples and oranges there. I mean, those we guys lost WCW because of those assholes. They're gone. They're all gone. That's the thing. Those assholes are gone. Where this would be like, I mean, Peter. So Turner, we know right? WCW Warner guy. Brothers does not work well with stupid internet companies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I and mean, whatever, rapid. like you know, whatever Henry's being paid to say that they do is like you know, <laughs> Under- not no, being given not, to us. Not, I'm not saying they will. I'm saying it's a possibility that we'll get some different type of formation when it comes to the stuff that we're interested in. Not the entire company, but between the Warner Bros. movies, TVs, and comics, we'll 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 see. We might have a, a better connection. I don't know. Maybe well, not. My, not even Beyonce would make this deal happen. But my concern is the streaming aspect. I mean, AT&T buy, bought this. You know, if it goes through, they have every right in the world to now start to now pull everything from every streaming network and yeah. make you go with them or don't get it at all. Yeah, it's, it's they start own, a war. Yeah, yeah they I, own, I can like, see you know, but that's what I'm saying. And an internet company. So, but that's well, what I was saying before that they that that. You know they're they're buying they're buying it because they don't want to start from scratch. You probably want to start their own Netflix, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. They kind of already are. I huh? mean, Verizon did that and it With failed the... miserably. I don't really see like you know how it would work yeah, any better. Comcast here. owns Universal and they're doing it with themselves. So ew. Yeah. 
That's what I thought. Anyway, moving on. Uh, renowned comic artist Stephen Dillon has passed away over the weekend. Uh, That's a shock. The co-creator yeah. of Preacher and artist for many other titles uh, died uh, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, created, no um, giving, and he was he co-creator was of Preacher. Yes, I did yeah. say that. He, he also co-created uh, Absalom Dak, Dalek Hunter yeah. for the old comics in the 70s. So uh, he was 54 years old when he passed away. That's terrible. Wow, that's mm. young. Uh, George Lucas is no longer directly directly involved with Indiana Jones Five. Thank goodness. Uh, I mean, what? <laughs> uh, screenwriter David Cope was asked if the creator of the franchise was still involved with the project, and he responded with, "He's not involved, to my knowledge. I have no. I've had no contact with him." Uh, of course, if you recall, it was earlier reported that Lucas was not only an executive producer on the project, but was going to have creative input on it on the production as well. So, and then they unfortunately, said, no, we want it to be good. So <laughs> the good, so the good news is Lucas is gone. The bad news is we're still stuck with Cope. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, Cope with David Cope. Uh, some quick other quick news. Donald Glover has been tapped to play young Lando Calrissian in a Han Solo anthology film. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's no Spider-Man, but I mean, you know, I guess hey, it's okay. This is a better fit for him, I I think. But uh, Gugu Mbatha-Raw and Chris Pine have joined A Wrinkle in Time as Meg's parents, so they're going to be the parents of the of, of the protagonist of the film. Uh, the producer of Stranger Things, Sean Levy, uh, will be directing the Uncharted film adaptation. Why is Chris Pine playing Professor Murray? That doesn't make any sense. He's too young. Well, that's... This adaptation is already a disaster. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> Kevin Feige has gone on the record to say that Captain Marvel will be the strongest character in the MCU to date. Apparently, he's not counting Squirrel Girl in that. Uh, Thor, everyone, Thor. Uh, the second season of Jessica Jones will feature women directors for all 13 episodes. Okay, they're really trying to bring me back. Uh, I'll watch it. Uh, the Punisher series have has added five more cast members, which are Daniel Weber, Jason R. Moore, Paul Schultz, Jamie Ray Newman, and Michael Nathanson. So those people were added. And who, we who, are who, who and apparently who? getting a new Knight Rider series, this time on Machinima. Are you sick? So is it going to be animated like this better? time? There has not been a good Knight Rider. You know, because if it's animated, it's basically Mask at that point. <laughs> so, no, it's it. Turbo Team. Mask <laughs> <laughs> meets Turbo Team. Oh, man. Uh, and finally, the gods have answered Dalek's prayers. Who died? Please? Better. It's better. <laughs> Awful Euro director Yule Bowl has declared that he's retiring from directing films. And on the third day, no shits were given. <laughs> <laughs> the, man, the man behind such awful films, uh, films including the adaptation of Blood Rain and Alone in the Dark, as well as Assault on Wall Street, Blubberella, and uh, many others, Stated in an interview that he can no longer afford to fund his own projects, so he's how to retire. He, he didn't fund them to begin with. The German government did. Yeah, I mean, he was a he was a crook. His movies are a lot of crock. So, uh, <laughs> Bull's final film, uh, Rampage: President Down, will mostly come out next year. 
but that would be. He actually made a video game movie based off of Rampage. Wow, that'd be cool. I don't know if this is that Rampage or no. It's not like Rampage Jackson. This is the president. No, I was talking about the Rampage. It was like the lizard and the gorilla and the. No, 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 that's not his. Warner Brothers is making that movie. Yeah, that's with the Rock. Oh, they're actually the Rock. Yeah, the Rock is in that. Yeah, it's still coming out. Oh, well, yes. Yes. So, uh, yep. So that will be his final project. I forget. Yeah, I forgot. Um, uh, Warner Bros. owns the mid uh, owns Midway Arcade yep. Games, so they, they uh, that own would that act, lock, stock, and barrel. So yep. that would actually end up in AT&T's control if this merger went through. <laughs> uh, Rampage. Maybe they can TV. try their hands at another Spy Hunter movie. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. God. Anyway, for more news and commentary from the Nerdy Venoms, check us out on Twitter at Five Nerdy Venoms. That's F I V E Nerdy Venoms. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash 590venoms, again, F-I-V-E, Nerdy Venoms, and that is your news for this Tuesday evening. Memo to Peter Chernin, narc the movie, make it happen. No disintegration. They already did that, didn't they? <laughs> no. Wow. They can make Johnny Arcade the movie <laughs> with the narc guy. No. Stop throwing out bad ideas. Something might stick. <laughs> speaking of bad ideas but it would have wicks in it and bigfoot the monster truck speaking <laughs> of bad ideas that stick bison's on the call oh, oh that's mean he deserved it after the uh, post about the to uh shadow Ah, uh, that's true <laughs> that was funny now you're defending shadow <laughs> you know he's wishing wild cold with this one. I consider a kid's sister, you know. Hey, hey, Bison, what's up? Hello, what's going on? Everything's good. Everything's good. Actually, I, but I actually want to back up on the news. I heard you say that Ms. Marvel is going to be what the strongest. That is by Arthur. Kevin Feige. Yeah, it's Kevin Feige saying that. Yes. Strong he said strength, as in I'm stronger than the Hulk. It's actually it was a vague statement that he said in the interview. Well, I mean, technically she would be because she's like a giant energy battery. She can, you know, absorb everything and then convert it yeah. back into power. Yep. I don't know. And that's like her actual written skill. So yes, she yep. can technically be more powerful than the Hulk if the situation arises. <laughs> she doesn't yep. get knocked out. Well, no, the Ultimates covered that, that, uh, what's his name, uh, was, like, pumping her full of nuclear energy, and she was just, like, outputting it on yeah. herself. Uh, like I said. If oh, Blue Marvel. Or Blue Marvel, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, but so she is she damn powerful. And be physically strong. Yeah, she... And the Hulk she... doesn't, and, and, and the matter the Hulk gets, the stronger you get, so, you know, I mean, they'd have to be fighting. Yeah, but it was I just so happens that stronger she, than the Hulk. It just so happens though she needs a hell of a lot of energy in order for it to pull that off. Though that's that's the thing. So basically, if Hulk destroys her energy source, she's out of anger. Well, the sun, but yeah, essentially. The impression this character is kind of a ripoff of Green Lantern at this point. Uh, well, kind of, well, no, Novas are a total rip off of Green Lantern. Yeah, the Nova, the Nova Corps. Yeah, yeah. But we won't be saying. But maybe, this. maybe Captain Marvel, 
maybe the original Captain Marvel is kind of a ripoff of Green Lantern. Almost. No, no, no. The original Green Captain Marvel is a ripoff of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? You walked right into that one. <laughs> He was laughing like the shaggy. I sure, I sure did, darling. I'm, I'm glad you got such amusement out of it. Yes. He, he laughed like <laughs> Muttley. He laughed like Muttley from like, Wacky Races. Exactly. Exactly. Come on, man. We're uh, Captain Marvel Shazam, not that Captain you know, Marvel. You know what else? I saw a little tweet about that uh, Jessica Jones having the all-female directors like it was, like, like it was something that Ava DuVernay didn't do first on uh, uh, Queen Sugar, but but that's well, good. I mean, I think it's more... I mean, I know Queen Sugar did it first, but at the same time, I like, I don't think enough people know what Queen Sugar is, so saying, I, I, you know, big Netflix series is doing it is probably going to resonate right. with people more. You're right, M-Dog. The black community that looks at the Oprah channel doesn't know anything about <laughs> you know? I'm saying your average but, view, like you know, your average reader every, doesn't. Your, your average, your average viewer that doesn't know anything about even Luke Cage, Jessica Jones doesn't even know that there's a Daredevil series on Netflix. They're definitely listen. They're not even looking at the directors. Enough <laughs> said. Well, I, I think in this particular case, and I would I have had no question... idea Queen Sugar was doing it first. Anyways, well, I mean, they I, never I think really this... mentioned that. I think this is more of a question of well, Disney being a black a... woman months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, this. I think this is a question that uh, Disney, being the powerhouse that it is, and the and the engine that it is, was able to put more publicity and get it out to more outlets and no. make it want yeah. more no, than Disney blowing their damn horn again, saying, "Ooh, I, I mean, that's what essentially that's what I'm saying." But yes, that's exactly I'm just, it. I'm just saying, M Dog's M Dog statement is uh, racist. Absolutely. Because... How is it racist, <laughs> honestly? Because I mean, like, what what is Queen Wait. Sugar's viewership? Maybe if like you know, Wait, I didn't say racist. I said my. No, I said ma- I said racist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Why do white people, when you call them racist, react like they've been offended? (laughs) Guilt. (laughs) It's a guilt thing. Wait, guilt, wait, guilt, yeah. I mean, it's the same way they bandy about, like, you know, it's like, why are you an anti-Semite? And then you watch people's, like, the hairs on their neck just go straight up when when you call them that. Uh, We have to stop picking on uh, M-Dog. Sharita's getting upset. Uh-oh. Oh, yep. we're sorry. Uh-oh. We're sorry, Sharita. Um, this is this is Toby One. Um, we're going to apologize to you now. So just sit I know. Back, listen to the voice, and relax. Toby's trying to use that voice. <laughs> I, I mean, personally, though, I was just kind of hoping that she would come online and it come on air and actually say that. But since she's not, we'll continue picking on him. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like... Sharita's racist. Disney has, like, you know, the whole, like, you know press machine behind them. I mean, Queen Sugar has their press machine, but it's nowhere near what Disney what has. What press the machine? What? The only, literally the only place I have heard of Queen Sugar is on this podcast. And I'll Seriously. admit that too. Yeah, I mean, Black, Black Twitter's Twitter done like an amazing yeah. job of promoting it, but yeah, otherwise I have Twitter. never seen mention But you're it. talking, listen, and, and I've never seen the show trend at all. I don't, and listen, I don't mean to be racist, quote unquote, but <laughs> 
you guys are talking from white dudes, you know, 30-something, 20-something white dudes that have no... Like, you wouldn't be looking at Queen Sugar. That's why hey, saying, it looks like a good show. I guess I hadn't seen it. I, yeah, well, I would have to watch it if I had, if I had own. <laughs> I have own. <laughs> I think I have, I have it on demand. I'm just going to catch up with it in a big segment so I can watch that. <laughs> Dude, the only reason you're looking at murder is because you're friends with black girl nerds. Exactly. What show? The only reason, M-Dog... You're probably one of like five dudes in America that's the five white dudes in America that's looking at how to get away with murder. Oh, I was watching that even before I, was watching I realized that like, too. You know, it was a thing. I mean, it was like, well, you're the like, second, like the Johnson. You're, you're number three. <laughs> no, number, Wait, one. Who's number two then. Hold on. Number two then. We're running low. <laughs> Bill Clinton, of course, you know, Bill America's Clinton. first black president. Uh, there are a bunch of white people watching How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, How to Get Away with Murder is Why like, you know, that delicious, like, you know, no, well, because, they, because honestly, they, they, they fell asleep after, uh, they, no, they fell asleep no, no, after Grey's Anatomy. You Ew, have never I've seen never watched Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is just shit, but like, you know, How to Get Away with Murder was entertaining. <laughs> How there to get away with murder has... and how to get away with murder. Absolutely. What, my point, my point being, my point being, <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't know about Jessica Jones. There's a lot of people that don't know about Queen Sugar. But each each show has a big audience. Yes. Yeah. Each show yeah. has a big audience, and it's not for us to say. You know that 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 one is not popular. No, I mean I'm not saying that. Way. But hold on, there's saying, a lot of like, people you know... that know about how to get away with murder because Viola Davis has won Emmys over it. Yeah, and that's why they and know they know the she's back... an Emmy winner. Crossover. You know, it has the Disney marketing machine. They have like you know talkbacks the next morning on Good Morning America. It's one of those things like you know having a big corporate well, parent. But, but, but that's not them. a good. But that's not a good analogy because. ABC is a broadcast network. It came on after uh, um, uh, whatchamacallum, Harry Show. Oh, no, the, oh, the Scandal. The, it comes on after Scandal. Hey, scandal. Yeah. It came on after ABC. Scandal, one of the most popular shows of the last, you, you know, last five years or whatever. And, and But you go back and listen, I talk to everybody and, and I always promote like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jesse Jones. I, I promote that stuff all the time, especially to people that people that I know are nerds have never heard of Jessica Jones uh, um, or heard of the um, the uh, series on Netflix. But I bet you if I ask some Queen Sugar, maybe about 30% of the people that I talk to will probably know Queen Sugar out, out of the people that I end up talking to. But Queen Sugar is on regular cable. Well, it's not even on regular yeah, cable. Well, it's on it's on, it's on, Bra city. it's on Bravo, so I can see it in Canada. Well, in, in no, Canada, oh, and Netflix. yeah, it's on Bravo in Canada. Yeah, no, up here. Yeah, it's but on, again, but it's, it's, it's on, on it. Yeah, but it's still on regular cable compared to Netflix. And it's not really regular cable because not every cable channel offers it. Because remember, our cable systems differ between no. provinces. Remember, I do, and I know yeah. that. Yes. So Bravo all across does. Yeah. And your Bravo yeah. is probably mildly less horrible than our Bravo. But Bravo here hey, across Canada offers it. Bison yeah, Bison. would like to speak. 
this is the <laughs> arrogance of nerds that I'm hearing. Uh-oh. And it sounds like absolute bullshit. You act, y'all act like that people don't have television sets. Really? There's Variety, there's Hollywood Reporter, there's Entertainment Tonight, Access right. Hollywood, and a host of other entertainment shows that on a nightly basis have um, reports and updates. Yep. Updates yeah. on shows from the previous evening include, and I, I, I think you guys forget the huge media presence that is Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Yeah. And but the, thing, the thing is, I Oprah mean, Winfrey's now, now channel is not nearly successful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was trying to watch Cream Sugar. Hold like, on, hold know. on, hold on. He was finishing a point, I want, and I'm trying to type All right, it. Go, yeah, go for it. My, 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 thing, my thing is this. I think sometimes we are so much in our own bubbles that we think that everybody knows that such and such exists. And that's, that's why my point. That's why a movie like Medea wins the weekend because we sometimes forget that you know there are other demographics out here that right. have other tastes. Right. And nerds you know. are, listen, listen. Nobody should be able to argue that nerds are not uh, snobs when it comes to pop. Pop culture. Oh, oh hell, they are yeah. the biggest snobs. No, but I think nerds, snob, I so. think nerds think they dictate pop culture, and I think yeah, and, and, and that's and slap them in the face. Right, right, and, and that's a not. that's a point that I was trying to make. That that's what I was putting putting M Dog on blast. <laughs> so I was using I was using M Dog as an example that you know there's a whole like you say there's a whole demographic out there talking about Queen Sugar, and there's a whole demographic that's never heard of it. And there's a whole demographic of quasi-nerds, and I call them quasi-nerds because they haven't admitted that they're nerds, but they watch all the nerds. <laughs> they're in the stuff. closet. Yeah, they're in the closet. They're, 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 they're in the closet, right. They don't, wanna, they, they don't even consciously call themselves nerds, but they, they'll watch everything that we watch, you know? But a lot of them have not heard Jessica, you know? So there's all kinds of demographics. That's why I was saying, like, we can't assume just because we haven't seen something or heard of something, we can't assume that's not popular. Point taken, uh, uh, Medea's a uh, uh, box office. Yeah. That's why I want to Well, no, initially I just wanted to say Ava DuVernay did the whole female um, uh, director per episode. <laughs> First and Queen Sugar has been getting some phenomenal. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's got like, everything. Stuff, great like, reviews. Every... Everyone's saying it's really well written and stuff, and it's like I wanted to watch it, but their damn website didn't even have it for streaming. Now on top of yeah, I am mad at that. On top of that, I do expect Jessica Jones to be really good, uh, better than the first season without that kind of middle, you, you know, where it was the, kind of the speed slow down in the middle. I, I expect all those shows to be better. Can I backtrack on something real fast? Yeah, go ahead. We're trying to free silent tonight. The AT&T Time Warner deal, it's a couple Mm -hmm. of things. Um, Another podcast kind of went into Black Geese kind of went into it last night. I recommend people search it out. It was a good discussion. Oh, that's right. They They did have a show about it, yeah. But a couple things first. One, it has to be approved by the FCC. Yeah. 
And I'm not, yeah. I'm oh, not, yeah, and it has to pass the Antitrust Commission as well. So, yeah, like, you know, the whole Department of Justice and has I'm not to 100% it. sure that's going to sail through. Now, now, they said, you know, the T-Mobile acquisition was shot down because it would have become a monopoly. But this is well, not a monopoly because it's a different um, – Yeah, uh, a Time Warner has companies. no – I'm not 100% sure. I, I think some of the – content i think some of the competitors are going to push hard and lobby against this that's just my i mean i think it was incredibly it's incredibly shady what they're doing i mean because basically you're it's massive consolidation because what there's already only like five media companies in the world like you know like they got rid of them all when they got rid of all the laws in place well, no, that prevented... in the, it, well in the united states i mean you have a vendi in in france and you have yeah. other ones throughout the world I mean, eventually at&t is going to be purchased by the chinese because of our shit laws that prevent foreign ownership but that's beyond the point <laughs> oh look we're, we're heading towards the one global media entity we're, we're heading towards george orwell definitely yeah, and I'm yeah. disgusted by that. It's like that's why I was against this. I was against NBC being purchased by Comcast. It's like we don't need, you know, less companies owning more stuff. We need, you know, there like there needs to be a monopoly bust basically. It's like well, shatter the like know. you know, shatter the rules, like don't let people own like, you know, every local company. I mean, it's like remember when we used to have I hate saying that. Remember when we used to have like you know locally owned radio and newspaper and TV companies, but now they're basically owned by all the big media companies and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's like that's a bad thing. We don't need more like you know one company dictating everything. That's worse. Monopolies. Yeah. yeah. One 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 um part of the entertainment business that you can look to and look at the future is probably the music business. Um, you see how that's just been kind of shot to hell. But who buys music anymore? I just think I just think that, you know with cord cord cutters like myself and most people under a certain age, I don't think that AT and T unless they just want to just control all the content. You know, I, I just don't see the pay. And I'm an AT and T customer, and I can rail the rest of the show on what they get wrong. And one of the things I have an issue with is there's still a digital divide in this country. Oh, it's massive. It's, it's, it's just yeah. insane. It's insane that, like, the divide we have. So you think, I mean, people aren't buying, like, like, like Netflix. We are making an assumption everyone has Netflix. Everyone does not have Netflix. Nope. No, not even close. Don't have that. Not even close. That's so, so yeah, that, what What's the last count? Like 60 million subscribers? That's nothing. Uh, yeah, that's they drop in the bucket. Yeah, they they added a ton more uh, this past quarter, which made their stock go skyrocket. So yeah, that was well, that was the Stranger Things effect. Yeah. So who in this conversation is going to pay? Let's say if CBS wants to, you know, go online. I'm not paying for individual channels. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not. I mean, it's like, that's what they're going towards, though. I mean, well, it's it's kind of insane. Them. I mean, it's kind of funny if you think about it, though. Like, for years, it's like, I know I've been harping on it, and it's like you have, like, you know, people like even friggin' John McCain harping on the fact we need to have a la carte cable, and now we're kind of getting right. it, and there's regrets. Well, it's it like the internet streaming kind of made that possible now. The regrets is because they're doing it. They're, they're basically saying, here, they're giving you what you want, but we're not giving you a price cut on it. Yeah, it's no, like, they're yeah. charging the same prices. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like that's the problem. I it's want less. Like... I don't need half the garbage you're giving me. Give it to me, like you know, let me pay less and get the content I do want. But that's not working that way. They're making you pay the same price for that content still. So far, I'm not 
I'm not. I, all these years, I have not been dissatisfied. Came for Netflix. Even before the streaming, I was satisfied with getting my DVDs in the mail and then the streaming. Yeah. And I was like $10 a month, and I always have Netflix, you know? I mean, I whatever. think they have a poor selection in the U.S. nowadays, but that's due to, like, you know, everybody else is finally a, getting a horse in the race. So. Yeah. It is a poor selection, but I still look at it as, you know, $10. I could pop it on and yeah. get, you know, get yeah, something. But now, but, I could share it or whatever. If but now you're going. But now you're getting a lot better. What? If it was the next day, if you had next day content like Hulu, because I noticed the CW left Hulu and went to Netflix. But, right. You know, it's not a current season. Yeah, I mean Netflix yeah, doesn't work doing. that way. Yeah. Netflix okay. goes like you know no, on the binge They don't believe in like you know tune in every week or whatever they want you to tune in for a shot. Uh, they do up here they they do it up here because certain shows none of the none of the the uh channels broadcast it so like yeah, the well, 100 yeah, they, they do it yeah they're the 100 frequency, internationally yeah. right that's how yeah. that works right funny, but uh, my point I, being my point being what bison said Who's going to pay for CBS? Like, I'm not going to be satisfied. Oh, I'm not paying one cent for CBS. I'm not paying all access. No, hell no. It's like, I'll watch uh, watch that Star Trek series by other means. I'm not giving CBS a single dime. (laughs) That's why they throw it in your plate. And and also, and also, it's fucking funny. And also, this is still, the whole streaming thing is still kind of the Wild West. It's it's not quite the Wild West, it's getting tamed. Yeah, but yeah, no, you it's have slowly smaller, been like Bison talked about uh, uh, quality TV, which was for African American audiences. Um, black and sexy. I've been seeing all their commercials on YouTube lately. Black and se- black and sexy, baby. Uh, I've been seeing their thing. Uh, say commercials on YouTube. What are those? Little, <laughs> they're starting their own little um, streaming yeah. service. It's just a collection of web series uh, based about based on. Uh, uh, black comedy romance stuff like that, and they and they've yeah. all created like a network that you can. And it's pay funny for. that Bison mentions the music industry. That's basically been reduced down to three companies now. Yeah, I mean the yeah. one perk the music industry has over everyone else. I mean, cost of entry is basically nil for music compared to TV or anything else. So you know, toss up a few tracks on Bandcamp or wherever you please, and you're in business for yourself. TV, yeah. Or video means, or you know, there's an inherent cost in that. If you want to start a production, it's like I want to make a TV show. Well, you need a camera, you need a computer, blah 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 blah. blah. You need someone to edit the work. I mean, it's not like music. I mean, yes like, and no. It's it's you know, it, you you could start off small and grow it, which is yeah. which is where a lot of you know YouTubers. But you're right. The music is uh, the the music is an interest. I don't know. The whole thing is interesting. We we probably are going to get price gouged in the uh, oh, in hell. the long run, especially if AT and T takes. But for now, hopefully, uh, hopefully there's still enough competitiveness to. Uh, to I stop just that. let's move on. I just let's move on. Uh, to, you know what? On. We got so many movies. On. Let's uh, do some movies. Right. We got let's great let, movies to talk about. Want. I mean, Bison and you know Bison and Henry probably have reviews for the Medea movie, so I mean, we got to get to that. Do you call it Medea? <laughs> Let me get you to say it right, and all. Yeah. How do you say, yeah, how right do you say it? <laughs> Not the Greek way. Not the Greek way. Medea, okay. isn't it? Yeah. All right, so that's my Colin Farrell then. 
<laughs> yeah, that's wow. a solid show. Anyway, let's not start off with Medea. Let's start off with uh, Jack Reacher. Okay. Jack Reacher. It's like, you know, he has to really get to that cookie jar up top and there's no chair around. <laughs> yeah, Jack Reacher, the junk Reacher. Um, yeah, that's coming from the people that never saw the movie. So, hello. I mean, those yeah, I cookies are all the way at the top of the, the fridge. Podcast. He can't reach them. I was thinking about that before the podcast. I was like, these guys talk about movies they've never seen. Uh-huh. And they'd be talking about them. They'd be dissing yes. them. Like, like yes. Really. And then they he go see them like they know. Like, it wasn't like that they bad. know. That's exactly it. Well, I mean, part of the you thing know. with Jack Reacher, uh-uh. especially. All right, don't fine. even start, M Dog. If you anyway. seen the movie, don't talk about the movie. Ooh. Anyway, JD has a has a mic. How was Jack Reacher? JD? I right, no, I liked the movie. It was as eventful as the first one. I liked Jack Reacher the first movie. I thought it was well paced. Lots of action, not too much talking, no stupid scenes, which I appreciated. It was a lot. It was two and a half. Was it two and a half? Stars. Yeah. Shadow. What? Was it? Yeah. It is. It was a long movie. It was about two it was, hours. It didn't seem that long. It, it was. It was. I. Know, but it was a long movie because by the time I got out of the theater, I was like, really? It was that long? It was over two hours. Anyways, uh, oh. but I thought all the actors were great. I liked Tom in it. I I loved uh, I loved Danica, the girl, uh, the little girl in it. I loved um, the lady from the Marvel films whose name Cody, who, uh, who I Colby. almost forgot. Colby. Colby Smothers. Colby, yes, uh, Colby. She's so, Canadian. Colby you don't know her I name. I know. I forgot it. I was trying to remember Danica's name. <laughs> She's I really did. I, I was so I'm trying down. to remember her name. Anyway, so. I thought it was well paced. Back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was well paced. Uh, moved along because again, didn't look at my watch the entire time, which I appreciate in a movie. Uh, the filming was done well, although I will say there was a couple of scenes, uh, the driving scenes, and and the fighting scenes that the filming. It was kind of hard to catch what they were actually doing. Oh, was it the shaky? You know, the kind of the shaky. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was kind of shaky. And no, it was no, probably because... they didn't do that. JD's just not good with fighting. Okay. <laughs> oh, she was moving her head. Okay. I guess I was. was, was, was she but... was, was making her own shaky cam <laughs> while the movie was playing. Was... But, it, but again, overall, I liked the movie. Uh, the friends that I went with enjoyed the movie. There was people cheering in the back, so... All of us enjoyed the yeah. movie. I don't know why M Dog is dissing it so badly since he didn't see it. Word, I'm not. I'm just it. mocking it because you know his name is Reacher and he's short. Wait, <laughs> oh. what are you trying? Yo, know, I'll reach through here. And, you know. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> I, so did, a reason, did, yeah. did anybody else see Jack Reacher? I know, I know, Shadow did. I want to hear Shadow. Nah, I didn't. Know. I wanted to, but keep going. What'd you say, Shadow? Uh, I actually, this was not the movie I thought I was going to see. Um, what did you think you were going to see? They count? <laughs> that, that's that's impossible. That's the beginning right there. Yeah, what were you going to see? No, no, no. It's just that I never intended to see Jack Reacher 2 because I haven't seen Jack Reacher 1. Yep. There you <laughs> that's go. how you that's do things, though. Right I don't think it's a sequel, really, anyway. It isn't a sequel. It's kind of oh, like, you know, that, it's that, a that, thing. 
But that's how you do things, Shadow. You'd be looking at the newest, like you looked at the newest Star Wars before anything else. Yeah, exactly. That's how you do stuff. Okay, so it fits. It fits. But what I will say this, I wasn't expecting to see Tom Cruise go hard-boiled. Because, you know, it's kind of cheesy. You know what I mean? For him to do that. But he did it in such a way that you can't help but root for him. Um, Yeah. It's it's like a I don't know it's something about him something about him, and another thing I'm gonna say this movie made me realize with Kobe Smulders in it, her character was so kick ass, and I'm noticing Tom Cruise now he's at that age where he's what like fifty something, so for him to have I think a younger uh, female co star he has to really be careful um, not to appear lecherous. So I've noticed I, that I didn't, I didn't feel like <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like she was thirty five though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty, thirty co-star. You know, she's younger than he is. So I, you would uh, say he looked? Did he look lecherous with like Michelle Monaghan and like MI three? No, I bet you she didn't you see never, that one. You know, I, I never even thought about it in you know that movie that wasn't really killed. <laughs> Hold back your daggers. But no, what I'm saying is, if you think about Edge of Tomorrow, if you think about the most recent uh, Mission Impossible, um, and you think about this movie, it's like his female co-stars, like they have real grit. And I really appreciate that. Um, And I don't know if that's intentional on his part, but... You could even say that with, uh, what was it, Oblivion, where the the Russian lady for Crown of Asalas... Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't see that. But yeah, see, so I I'm ah, there's that. that one. I shut up. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so um also even like they had a teenager, a teenager who wasn't annoying and Is that you know, possible? I know. I know. <laughs> it was a little annoying. It was a little bit. But she played it that way. She was supposed yeah, to be a but she was Great. So, what kind of ridiculous shit did she do that caused more problems for everybody? Because you know she, she probably ordered um, delivery from the hotel, and they told her not to never do that in a spy movie. She didn't never. like you know run away in a heap because like why won't you let me see my boyfriend, Dad? No, no. She's no. Oh, she wasn't she that kind of like character because they always seem to be that kind of character. I know. No, no, she was slick. No. Intensely, no, overly emotional, and just insane to the point of insane. So she well, wasn't I... a Kim. Ba- so she wasn't Kim Bauer. And you didn't see no. Deadpool. She didn't get hassled so, by yeah. a mountain lion. Okay. <laughs> Geek Soul Brother, you were trying to say something about her character. Yeah, I just said she killed her boyfriend. That's all. Wow. <laughs> there nice. you go. There you go. Then it's done. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. You're so mean. Oh gosh. <laughs> But anyway, and I was also surprised this was directed by Ed Zwick, who's known for so many other things, not like this film. I think he did Glory, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Wow. Um, So that was interesting. This is what he's up to now. Yeah, he's like BFFs with... uh, You just might do a mic drop. Drop mic? (laughs) 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 Wow. Let me uh... cast out. If she did, let me pick up the mic. I, I agree with both the ladies on here that Jack Reacher was a pretty good film. It uh, it didn't. It it had a little. It had maybe a little bit of a twist, but I I, I wouldn't say that it wasn't formulaic. I would say that 
um, the formula didn't matter because Cruz and Colby were entertaining. The kid was good. Uh, the plot was decent. And the fighting. You, you know what's weird about the fighting is that Jack Reacher kept on doing like the same three moves. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Ain't he 50 something? Yeah, well, you'd, you'd have to take a few years of martial arts, JD, to kind of pick it out. But um, elbow, hammer oh, fist to the chest, to call it out. I and then like a tackle move push into the wall like he was doing <laughs> over and over again come on come on now you know geek soul brother you gotta patent down those one three those three moves that always work for you yeah, no you know that, <laughs> no, you know that. but but i agree with jd the, the fights were pretty decent they added that just the right sound effects to you know make you feel the punches and stuff like that it was interesting too the fight scene between Reacher and his current mortal enemy, where they were kind of they had to start a fight off slow because they, you well, know, you know, people they, like they that, like off. you know, it's like you know, they just attract trouble. <laughs> you know, but um, but uh, all in all, I think the the story was pretty good. I, I see why it was one of the more popular uh, movies this weekend. So you were I did saying not also see I, I I didn't see the first one so I was gonna know, say you were I saying it's not a sequel but so what it's just like it's you know, not a sequel it's not a sequel it's a it's basically a, it's a continued an story first, the first one started it ended and now they got okay the one, just so they're all their own little yeah. bubbles basically like yes. a, you know the old yes. James Bond movies yeah yeah, yeah. you can yeah, come like... into it at any point and not have to see the first one to enjoy okay. this one no obligation yeah. needed to see the others because they don't really matter like at no. all it's like a mission but the Impossible first Jack movie. Reacher is really good hmm. yeah somebody a few people said that was really good I gotta go back and watch but I, I was definitely satisfied with this but what do you guys give it out five stars. Oh, solid four for me. Just couldn't reach that five. Wait. Well, the, no, no. The, the reason is that I usually give higher numbers to more of the Marvel films. Uh, this one I really enjoyed, but the one part I didn't like was that it was a bit shaky, and because I couldn't see those the fight the scene fight. or something, I I I didn't like that. Because I really well, like they, they were slow like it down. Yeah, well, yeah, when they slow it down enough for me to actually see that he's punching someone in the face and it's connecting. Yes, I want to see that. I want to see that blood squirt. <laughs> when you watch it again, JD, watch the reverse elbow and the hammer fist to the chest. Okay. okay, I will. Because I will watch it again. I, I'll actually pick up the DVD. And the arm breaks, a few arm breaks, you know. Oh, yes, I saw that. Actually, no kicks. I actually love Colby, uh, Colby's fighting where she looked like she was, you know, I mean, oh, she, she was, was getting jacked up a little bit more yeah. than you <laughs> Yeah, but only because but, she was outweighed, and that's you could tell that was the difference. She, it wasn't because she it was, was a better fighter. But then she started using, she, she started using them techniques. Oh, she And that's butt. what, you know. That's what helped her out. She, and she learned the Brando techniques. But, <laughs> but, but, but the, thing, the thing was about her fights is that they felt, you could feel them, you know? Yeah. It, it didn't feel, because a, a lot of times where I see women fight, 
the actors, right? I see them fight, and and you don't see like them connect. You don't always see the real strength. Sometimes you do, but not all the time. You see the wrist or dent when they're punching, you know, stuff like that. And if, if she didn't do any of that. She actually uh, uh, gave weight to her fight and stuff like that. So that was that was definitely good. All right, moving on. Hey, well, hold on. What, what do you? What did you give it? Yeah, you never gave yours. So. Oh, what did I give it? Um, Chad didn't give it. Uh, I don't know if I. I yeah, Shadow. What did you give it? <laughs> oh, so now yeah, I want to hear what I gotta say. Um, hey, <laughs> I oh, gave God. it a three point seven five out of five cosmic afros, only because if you don't say you're in DC, nice. you better look like you're in DC. Okay, that's all I gotta say. That is not where I get my coffee. So <laughs> just saying. Okay. And Geek Soul Brother, what's your rating? 3.75 because I kept, you know, seeing the plot. You know, like I said, it was kind of formula driven where okay they're gonna meet the okay they're gonna find okay jack reacher's gonna see okay the daughter's in trouble okay you know and that's not where he <laughs> that, that is the most either. that is that is the most lethal weapon to a quality description of any movie i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> anyway hey, Leo. uh what did anybody else see in the theater i got three more movies Wow, oh you were busy God. this weekend. Binge, didn't we? Yeah, we all know I, what I, one I've of them was. in the theater, yeah. Did anybody see The Accountant? No. No. <laughs> it was really good. I have to say, even though I'm not a fan of Ben Affleck, this wasn't too taxing for me. <laughs> oh, God, oh, cut the call. Oh, cut her really oh she's God, got jokes. Really. That's it. That's where you dropped the mic. Wow. That's where you should have dropped the mic. <laughs> Actually, you should just be done after that. Just leave. Yep. That's it. You're done. You You're reached your here. apex. <laughs> Give her the red card. Give her the red card. <laughs> wow. Cut the bike. Cut the bike. Oh, please. No. So what it was, was good? Was it? Was it? Uh, was it interesting? Was it original? Yes, it was all of that. And I mean, the the fun part about it was that this was the kind of role you could easily see Keanu Reeves playing. Um, right. But so in, in that regard, this was really a stretch role for Ben. And I think he did the best he could with it in a good way. Unlike um, that other movie that we won't talk about. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things from that other movie. So anyway, um you know, good plot, lots of action. Um, I love the fact that one of the uh, female leads, um, she was amazing. Uh, young African-American actress. I don't know her name, but she was fantastic. I want to see her in more stuff. And um, J.K. Simmons uh, was in this. And he's just another yeah, one where you're like... Spider-Man, damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's like just... He's like everybody's uncle like he's just so cool to have on screen that's um, not how you play the drums <laughs> <laughs> god so yeah so it was a great cast um even uh what's her name uh kendrick she was good 
And I love the fact that they did not try to make this into like a love story between Anna Kendrick's character and Ben Affleck's character. And part of Ben Affleck's character is that um, he's on the autism spectrum. So in a lot of ways, it really rang true that he wouldn't pursue a romantic relationship um, with her and vice versa. So I love that they actually, the scriptwriters actually paid attention to some things in that regard. So um, the accountant, I'll give it uh, another 3.75. Totally adds up for me. Um, And really, it's such an cool world. Oh, and the actress you're thinking of is Cynthia Di Robinson. Thank you. She's great. I'm afraid we're going to have to audit that in, that review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I saw Ouija. Uh, Ouija. Origin of Evil. Oh, that the beginning. The beginning of evil. Yeah. I gotta say, this was like not quite a second rate conjuring two, but a little bit better. It 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 it, it it's in the vein of conjuring two where you had this little girl that uh you know, that was uh possessed by a spirit. Um troubles. What does that mean? What? That just means it's a second rate exorcist. No, the Conjuring Two, the Conjuring Two was a little different. Like, like I and I still got to watch the whole thing, Conjuring, beginning to end. Oh, you never but seen the original? Con- I I've seen the original Conjuring in pieces. I haven't seen like you know, I haven't seen. Oh, the it's whole actually thing. pretty enjoyable. I mean, I reviewed it; it was enjoyable. No, it's definitely an enjoyable movie. I know that, and it's 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 like this new wave of horror that I'm really appreciating. And, and admiring the fact that these movies are are uh, rated PG thirteen. So, um, Ouija. This is the first Ouija movie that I actually decided. Yeah, let me go see it just from the trailer. I had a fairly good feeling about it. The Ouija movies of the recent few years have been horrible, yeah. just from the trailer, and and you know the ratings and all of that. Um, this one wasn't bad. It it was in the sixties. It had pretty good production value, and the acting was pretty good. the The plot and the little reveals, the little twist, was interesting. It definitely was in the circle of like not the Conjuring, but the Conjuring Two, and Lights Out, and maybe a couple others. It it it's one of the better horror movies that have come out. Uh, much better than that one with uh, Kevin Bacon that was out recently. That was out a few months ago. That was horrible. That was atrocious. Um, I don't know. It was pretty good. I give it. I give it. I, I don't give it a high score, but I think a three, three, two, five. I think at least a three would be a decent score for it. Okay, but it got pretty good reviews actually in the in the in the press. So it's not it bad. It's not bad. I I would give it. Yeah, I would get almost a three two. You know what? Almost a three two five. There was just little things in there that was kind of a. Uh, what is almost uh, a three two five? Is it a three two five or is it not a three two five? <laughs> no, I'm giving that it a almost three. a three two five. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's no. a free so point two four three? five five five. five. <laughs> no, it was almost a three two five, but I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three, okay. but a good three. Like it was, free. it's watchable. It's definitely watchable, especially, especially if you want to take like your, you know, younger teens or whatever. I think they would get a good. I mean, it's horrific at times, but I think they would get a good stare out of it. So Hasbro yeah. Corporation did their job. Uh, because this is an official product, by the way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, anything like this is official because Universal puts them out. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it wasn't too bad. Um, what's the other one I saw? What's the other one I saw? I saw Jack Reacher. Saw Ouija. Mm-hmm. Queen Queen mm-hmm. of Cotway was excellent, like the Black Nerd to be it said. Um, yeah. Did you see Desierto? Huh? Did you ever see Desierto? No. Yeah, I should try and see that. It wasn't playing near me. Really? Um, I figured it would be playing in your area of all places at what, least. You, you know what? The theater the theater that I go to, the 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 one with my friends there, they um it's not too big, so they can only fit it's not like a megaplex or anything, so they don't fit as much. They do okay, but they don't fit as much as they could. But Queen of Cotway, man, like I think so far that's the best acted film of, I, I don't know, maybe a past month or two, maybe a past couple months, I think it's the best acted film. Lapita and Danny Oyelowo, uh, they they really, they really did a nice job in the film. Lapita is, uh, I forget the girl, the young girl's name, but Lapita is the chess, the, the girl that played chess. She was a great mom. And uh, Oyelowo was, a really good inspirational character, and the kids were great. The kids were very good in that film. The 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 daughter that played chess, uh, Queen, I call her Queen. She um, she, she was good, but it took her a minute to warm up to the camera and kind of feel, you know, I, I don't know, like 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 make a presence in the scene. She she was good, but she was a little bit reserved at first. And then she started, uh, uh, her, her acting cues started blossoming as the film went on. So, um, yeah, real, not necessarily a feel-good film because you do feel good at the end, but it took her a minute. She, like, you don't even know if she's out of Katwe, which is a very poor neighborhood in Uganda. You don't even know if she's out of it, but her mentally... Mentally, she got the understanding that that's not the only world that she uh, needs to be a part of, that she can be a, a part of a greater world because of her talent and her gifts as a, a chess player. So, um, you know, it wasn't just a clean, you know, oh, everything's dandy at the end. It, it you know, it had some real feeling in it. So, yeah, good, good story. Very good story. Very well acted. Uh, movie. And finally, Medea. <laughs> <laughs> Medea, um, I, I've avoided a lot of Tyler Perry movies because it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I do salute the man for what he's done 
within his niche and, you know, the empire that he's built and the audience that, you know, the audience that appreciates him because he does some funny stuff. Um, but I had to see Medea versus Zombie. That's what I wanted to see. Walking um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, Walking Medea. <laughs> Walking Medea. <laughs> so, so the jokes are there, as always. Uh, Tyler Perry's funny, playing Medea, playing, you know, his dad, playing himself, you know, different things. The lessons were there. He always has strong moral family lessons. That, those were there. The young girl that played his daughter, um, I, kept, I kept seeing, actually, I kept seeing Riri from Iron Man. I was like, this girl would be a great Riri. Like, well, that, I felt bad because I was like, this girl would be a great Riri, but she doesn't look 15. She looks older as the controversy over, over comics the oh, past like the week or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like the drawing. She looks older like the drawing. You know, again, Marvel, don't get pinup artists to draw a 15-year-old. It just doesn't match up. Anyway. Scallop, though. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but Medea was kind of funny. The plot, I, I was a little disappointed because, spoilers, it didn't have real zombies. But, uh, you know, I was thinking that was the case, but like from the ads, they did a good job of hiding it. Yeah, I, I, I'm spoiling it because I don't want to get you guys disappointed out there that that would be interested in seeing it after a while. You enjoy it for the jokes, enjoy it for the, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, humor. I, the dad was funny, like, like Tyler Perry playing the dad was hilarious. He kept calling his son the B-word. You know, just kind of masculating his own son, which was terrible, but kind of funny and stuff. And uh, and Medea and her two friends laughing and stuff, that, you know, kind of joking. One friend was smoking weed all day. She's like 65, 70, and she's trying to get her weed on and stuff. Um, uh, what else? It, it, it was it. it. It wasn't great. I give that about a. I give it about a. I give it about a three. Also, I think I give it about a three. If you like Medea, you won't be disappointed. But if you, if this is the first Medea movie that you've seen, <laughs> you'll get some good laughs out of it. You'll get some chuckles. You know, some stuff is funny. I, 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 I mean. I mean, it's almost as funny as uh, what Family Guy did that makes his movie. You oh, know? Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, um, Dead movies. He does stupid humor. Tyler Perry does stupid humor. But the only difference is Tyler Perry, you know, he puts that family message in and stuff like that. Like, you know, beat your kids if you... <laughs> You want to keep if you want them to grow up right, you gotta spank them. That's what <laughs> that's Tyler really? Perry's big message. All the time. You gotta do it every now and then, you know. But, but, but yeah, I, I, I kind of I liked it. I, I didn't, like I said, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't real topics and stuff. I'm still waiting for Tyler Perry to do the real space movie, not the D in space, but the real space movie not Star Trek that he wants to. <laughs> Although we might get a Medea in space, I don't know. Anyway, oh God, all right. I uh, I think that was it. Ouija, Reacher, 
Compton, uh, Medea. That was it. Yeah, uh, Jack Reacher. That's TV time. Yeah, we talking TWD. Yeah, let's swing on some TV. So, how was that Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> I didn't watch it. I forgot it was even on, so I didn't get a chance to watch it myself. You still play it? Oh. Yeah, I remember. Meanwhile, I, re- I kind of rewatched the original because it's good and Tim Curry's amazing. Yeah. Well, no, I, I did watch it, so. So, how was it? Uh, well, okay. That's an. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me. Let me. The first played. Uh, the Frankenstein. Yeah, right? she played yeah. Frankenstein. Let me preface it that with that nothing I don't think will ever come close to touching how the great the original is. That I being said, made that thing, yeah. Uh, no. That being said, uh, this was a very faithful, mm. uh, you know, remake of the original. It did have some cool things that. I went, you know, it was cool to see, and I was like, oh, yeah, that would have been cool in the original. Like, in the beginning, with instead of the, uh, them setting up in the, in, in the church for the, uh, for the funeral, they're doing the funeral in the, in the cemetery. I thought that was kind of a cool thing. Laverne Cox right. killed it as Frankenfooter, I thought. Uh, nice. You know, nothing, no, again, nothing can compare to what Tim Curry did with the role, but she killed it. In fact, I you know I had I thought she was kind of hot with the, when she had the glasses on, but uh, yeah, no, it was it, yeah, I was like hmm. Anyway, uh, no, it was very faithful. The only problems that I had, unfortunately, and they were they're pretty much significant, were the actor and actress that they chose for for Brad and for Janet because yeah. you know Victoria's Victoria Justice just looked super stiff I mean they could have gotten a body out of a freaking morgue and it would have had more life than she did <laughs> in that. wow oh, that's terrible <laughs> so what is she known for like this actress uh, she's for like Nickelodeon Nickelodeon yeah oh no excuse she had a show called Victorious if I recall yeah. Uh, so yeah I mean she was really stiff. Uh, you know, the the one that was Brad was a bit better, but still, it, it felt more like he was overplaying the, the role. It wasn't natural. You know, it's like he was like super stiff. Like he was like, you know, Brad's supposed to be stiff, but in this case, he was too stiff. Uh, so there was problems with the underwear then? Exactly. Uh yeah, I, I really didn't. I really didn't care for what's his name as Eddie. Uh, oh, Adam Lambert. Yeah, Adam Lambert as Eddie. Yeah. Wow, I, they I, had Adam Lambert play Eddie. Yeah, that I didn't really. Care ugh, that just much. sounds awful. Well, this is what happens when the post Nickelodeon generation tries to do Rocky Horror. Yeah, I guess that's uh, the problem when you don't really have any kind of you know not attractive people to play roles. <laughs> and you it's know, but Ben Verino as 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 uh, Doctor Scott. I thought it was a hilarious choice, especially when he does the reveal with the with the uh, stockings on. Who played the um, Who played the criminologist in this one? Uh, no, it was Tim Curry. It's Tim Curry. Oh. He played the criminologist. Yeah, he played the criminologist. Oh, they brought him back. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I thought he was in really bad health. Is he? 
No, I he do. they probably no. Well, yeah, he. I mean, it's kind like of a limited proper. role considering you know things. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he didn't get up and dance or whatever. He was still sitting down or whatever. Uh, you know, there was a lot of like I said, there was a lot of cool things that they did with this that would have looked cool in the original if it wasn't for the fact that you know it was supposed to look campy and everything. Yeah, well, it's where uh, you were. Uh, yeah, but you know, it, it it lived up to the original. But again, it, nothing can live up to ever live up to the original. Now, one thing, like it, at least, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a disappointment to me. It, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a disappointment, but I felt that it could have been better. So one of the, yeah. so so you're not expecting them to do shock treatment live next year? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was my other thing. This wasn't even live, correct? Nope, it was not. That was, the, and I think that's what killed this one because this only oh. had five million viewers as opposed to uh, Greece uh, at twelve. Yeah, because yeah. I was highly confused. Like I honestly thought it'd be live because, like you know, Greece yeah. his title was Greece Live, and NBC when they've been doing their musicals have all been live. Yep, yeah, no, they, no, they this probably was... tried, and it was just like, oh, you know what? All you guys are too stiff. We're just gonna record this and throw it up. Yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah, this wasn't live, and I think that's what hurt it the most was the fact that it wasn't live. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. I think it was the people who were right. in it. And they decided to go. <laughs> well, that too. Well, that too, but that's beside the point. Science uh, fiction. Double let's fit some, uh, some more TV. I thought uh, like something else. I have one. I don't think. Happened. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, I've got one. I've got one. I think I'm the only one who watched it. Well, let's what wait till. Uh, let, let's wait till we talk about something else that might have happened. Something yeah, I don't know. It might have, you know, slipped <laughs> my memory, but something. Yeah, you keep you keep t- doing that because you don't watch it anymore. It, did it did it hit you yeah. in the head when you? Uh, uh, what was your no. favorite? Uh, what, 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 did it remind you of your favorite sitcom? I love Lucy. Can you, yes. Can you? Is it there? So I didn't watch. Uh, to tell the truth, I didn't want HBO going to be like, what? I didn't watch Westworld yet. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. And I didn't okay. get a chance to watch Walking Dead. So which I've been boycotting because they killed their yeah. brothers. And here's the Ed, you all well, know. I mean, you'll be happy then with Walking Dead. Cause... Yes. Be happy. Because the brothers in, they're, well... Well, there was no, there was. I will say this as a spoiler: there were no brothers killed. Yeah, I don't think there's there's no there were spoilers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there? It's not a spoiler if you. There's no spoilers 100. now. Well, there was no major character brothers killed. I should say. Yeah. yeah. But the there's no, no spoil. Everybody knows what's happened now. Yeah. Really? So what? Um, yeah. So what did you got? What were you guys' reactions? Dude. To- Reveal. I, I, oh yeah. Well, Dude, for one call- mild indifference, the other complete and total shock. Yo, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I was like this, I called it. This was the only episode I ever sat down and watched and was just like, yo, kept looking at my watch hoping that it ended. Because I kept no, saying to myself, end. if this doesn't end, it, it could get worse. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it did. Terrible. Yeah, no, <laughs> god dang it did. <laughs> I was just like, yo, yo I literally could not sleep well that night. <laughs> no, I didn't have that problem. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I couldn't believe the graphic violence in it. One. Well, Two, oh my god, I you're, you're just as bad as the ABC people. They were bellyaching about that on Good Morning America. Oh, it was, it was bad. Council or whatever the hell Actually, the parents It's The Walking Dead. Do you expect them to hold hands no, no, and snuggle? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You can't, The Walking Dead, which cracks me up, they, they do take violence to another level every and season. And they did. 
but and they this, did this time. This you can't, you cannot say, dude. I was not ready for that. Like, come yeah, on. I was just. Like, well, I, I was ready for it from one. No, over no, I wasn't ready and for it. Over and over to the point that there's nothing left. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, I was not ready for that. I was here with with girlfriends watching this, and I, I said, if they don't kill off Eugene, <laughs> I'm not watching it again. And they didn't. <laughs> and the yeah. two characters... Now the and I'm going to say it because I don't think it's a spoiler anymore. Everybody yeah. knows it's Glenn. Uh, yeah. Wait, uh, who I think... do? Uh, I don't... Uh, I don't... Open a book Glenn. 100. One, one, uh, one of the characters... Oh. One, one of the characters... Oh, you yeah. watch it. Don't give me that crap. One of the we could have done a spoiler free already. review. I mean, they've been doing them on TV and at least giving warnings. <laughs> Oh, we can just spill yeah. it out like you know, they, they uh, you know, like like you're like we are with your girlfriends graphic... drunk on white wine. Like at home. Well, uh, oh no, no, no! Doing, this is graphic violence, now. and it's Tuesday. Well, if we're doing too spoiler, oh, we're, we're going to just start poor throwing Glenn. out the oil. No, dude. Yeah, they they basically Henry. went full canon after the one. I tell you like this. I was surprised Yo, that the, Do Dolphin Smooth wasn't in there somewhere. <laughs> I was. That's what surprised me. Yo, the Look, thing I, that kills me just... is the way they did it was like yeah. it was straight out of the comic book. Like yeah, they, no, I saw the I saw the stills from the comics. It's like wow, they literally yeah. did yeah. the comic book. So who, yeah, yeah. So who feels like Walking Dead was losing a little bit of esteem, and who feels like it's going to pick up again? Uh, oh, I mean, they do that every season, though. Like they're all like they ha they remake themselves or like you know change the setting, dump them someplace else. No, so. okay, but after, but after this graphic violence, I think that they're going to lose a few viewers because the because uh, I was watching <laughs> oh my, Twitter. How? No, no, no! I was watching Twitter. The while show has been violent forever. People and, uh, lost their mind. Did people? Yeah. So people actually would quit this over like the cannibalism at the start of season five? No. Yeah. No, yeah. You know what? Yes. The, the crazy. Yeah. You know because what? it. Cannibalism it was wasn't, uh, was the cannibalism that graphic, though? I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they actually sliced them while they were alive. You know, but you know what? It's not, it wasn't the cannibalism that did it. They didn't oh, care God. about that because the people that was being eaten or whatever. They didn't really have a feeling for it. The thing is the way yes. that the people that <laughs> got beat, the people, yeah. the people Glenn, for them. Glenn being smashed to pulp yeah. was traumatic. His eyeball popping out and him you know? talking yeah. while his brain has been bashed. Yeah, and, and that's exactly and it. It's, and, it's, and it's we knew we're... Feeling. Yeah. So you're gonna have the people that comes back that want revenge. Yeah, I mean, plus yeah, it's Glenn, who like you know everybody loves. No one has said a bad thing about yeah. Glenn before. And, and, and plus, yeah. oh by the way, that wasn't the worst part of that that episode either. No, it was oh, just like a it? psychological. It was just a whole psychological no. thing yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Megan literally is like amazing. Getting killed. And we for Megan's amazing as a character in a way the governor was not. <laughs> Oh, I think the problem for me for the whole thing was that there was no up point for the whole show. So usually, I mean, that no, was there, the no, point. no, 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 no. There always is. There's usually an up point that you can feel a little better when you walk away from that show. <laughs> I mean, they had like that, a little. They had, not, they had that fantasy at the end when they're all sitting around having that happy picnic that Rick dreamed. No, no, no. Dude, that still was no, a downer. No. This that was, was that there was dude. there was no happy point. No, and happy when point... I watched T Talking Dead, they said, "Oh well, we're going to have a funny one next week." And I thought, "F you, I'm not watching next no, week." 
<laughs> you know, after that, no way. Like JD is saying, I mean, the happy point of that one was the fact that the the, the other team left, and then you yeah. were like, oh my god, thank goodness. Yeah. And then you still left there like, wait, <laughs> like like, but look at what was left behind. There was yeah, there was no happy point. Man. There was no there was no up point to but make you was... feel relieved or or better when you left the TV show. You were emotionally uh, drained after seeing Not it. even with, uh, not uh, even, and I'm just going by what I heard, not even with Morgan and... Uh, Morgan wasn't even in this episode. Yeah, he was in the happy flashback, but that's it. Yeah. He no, is, oh, be, okay. So all to, the flashbacks might have been happy. To be honest, though, flashback. to be fair, to be fair and honest, though, this is a turning point in the comics. Because yes. from here, it's it, it's it's all out war. That's what yeah. the the whole storyline is. Somebody so somebody it, said it, that somebody told me that too. Like this was a major turning point in the comic. Yeah. yeah so it was. It, it was it was supposed yeah. to be the stark realization of their world. In like, hey, they're not they're not this anymore. It's this, and now they have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rick literally has no show. That's what bothers me. That's what bothers me. After the governor, they should have been warring against every. But they should have been a, a turning themselves into a military team, and been warring against everybody they come across that they just were. But see, this is the problem. Sort did that with Alexandria. It's with yeah, the, with, they should have been the hunters. Yeah, I mean, they did take over governor, They should have been the hunters. But see, the thing that happened in this is, is like, it was like right I'm after the you, governor. If the zombie, not not to cut you off, so if the zombie apocalypse breaks out, I'm going to need you guys to start hunting. And not no. be, We're going to become the actual you know. deadly venoms. <laughs> you guys could be actual deadly venoms to go for I dirty. Am, I, I am not turning into that guy who's playing Mad Hatter on Gotham, I tell you. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> you know, we can shove Ella out the door, and it's like, I'm sure she would have no idea what's happening, so we'll be fine. That's actually, what you were saying, claustrophobia, so I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> Thank you. The, no, the say, say is that yeah. after the governor. This part happened so quickly, they weren't ready for it. Like, this dude was totally worse than the governor. Like, if but weren't this they camp ready for, ran into the they governor's camp... Weren't they finding the dudes and stuff? Weren't they finding the... Like, what, weren't they finding people that were affiliated with Negan or no? Well, this is, over the, this is over the course of, like, a, a few months, though. Because, remember, after the prison... They didn't have that much of a respite when they went to Terminus. Terminus yeah. went yeah. It was a shit show. Yeah, Terminal went and to then, hell fast. <laughs> yeah, so then they were on the run until they found Alexandria. So really, Alexandria was their only respite for a certain amount of time. Yeah, that's rest, still months. And they then those guys. At all. But that's only guys? months, See, that, though. That's like, the wolves that, came. That's yeah, the like, wolves came. That's like yeah. saying, uh, that's like saying, you know there are monsters out there. Hmm. And you know that they're building up their their strength, but you're gonna sit in this little walled city because you want to rest when you have the capability 
of taking these dudes out before they take you out. That, but that's, that's what they were, that's that's what they were, they were actually training for that, though. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's but what the they started to was, do last season. Yeah, yeah Rick actually started was, training the other people in Alexandria. But, I mean, he was working, like, you know, off a skeleton crew at best there. And he and had yeah. thousands of zombies coming his way. So yeah. he didn't actually get to focus on his group. He was more along trying to keep them alive long enough not to be eaten by thousands of zombies thousands that of were zombies their that way. That he could have avoided if he didn't get all cushy. No, no, no. He couldn't, have, he couldn't have avoided that either way because that dam was going to break. Those guys were going to get out, and they were going to be walking his way one way or another yeah they were kind of piled on there was kind of like issues and then you know daryl went and used a rocket launcher to kill that that gang so that caused well that's part of the saviors they were part of the saviors yeah 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 and that was another thing and the group that he ran into now is is the funny thing is this group is actually they've done what you're talking about yeah, so yeah, they, they're the group they that, like, you know, that could have been. I mean, that's what we keep seeing, like, yeah. all the people that they could have turned into, the cannibals, the wolves who are, like, you know, screw right. civilization, whole, or, like, you know, the, the militant army. That, the, the whole lesson is that Rick and the gang represent the hope that humanity won't devolve. Right, uh, and that they actually have some humanity I, left. I, even, th- and even then, it's like they're this close to actually failing even on that i mean like each of their attempts has been a failure i mean the prison was a failure working with the governor's pete like you know remnants was a failure i mean because that's what keeps us watching right that we want to see if they if they become their enemies or not i think we keep watching because we've we've gotten attached to them we've gotten attached to this group because now we're going to see New groups. We're going to see Negan's group. We're going to see King. What's his face's group? Kingdom. Yeah, Ezekiel. Uh, yeah, and the Kingdom. we're going to see. We're going to see a bunch of different groups. The and reason I'm sure that we're, we're attached see... to Rick is because we've already suffered through everything with him. If we had yeah, suffered yeah. through with Negan, I think we would have, you know, been with Negan. Or if we'd suffered through with the King, we would have been with them. And in but, fact, I'm sure we're going to see the whispers eventually down the road as well. So yeah. So yeah. I I I, I don't po- think it's it's hope. Oh, should I point out something? Okay. This was like literally the first time I ever watched Walking Dead in a new episode. What? As a new episode? Like Yeah, this is the, literally the first time I've ever watched Walking Dead on TV. First run. Wow. Versus streaming okay. and stuff like that. So you speak, sir. Yeah, go for <laughs> it. Uh, well, I mean... I mean, since I've been marathoning it, I was kind of like sort of desensitized, like, oh, hey, he killed Glenn. Like, what else is new? He's um, basically all these act characters have been dropping like flies since I started streaming it with season one. I think I'm like, I'm actually, I still haven't really made it all the way to the end, but. Uh, oh, you didn't get up to season six yet? Or. I've watched, I've actually watched parts of season six. I haven't really done much with four yet. Um, huh. So you're not a completist about this. I'm not really, don't yeah. look for justification, Shadow. <laughs> Call out whatever you need. Says the one who hasn't even watched a single episode. Wham. I read the graphic novel. How about that? <gasps> That's not the same. <laughs> it's Maybe similar better. but different. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, newsflash. Andrew right. died in season two. <laughs> All right. Walking Dead. 
interesting start by Glenn. Oh, and by, bye, uh, Abe. Bye, Abe. Bye, Dolphin Smooth. Bye. I just thought it was going to be Abe. He he lived way beyond his comic book. Yeah. Yeah. But what happened? Uh, well, you right? know the you, you know the ultimate survivor is going to be uh, Mullet Man. So. They're all going to. They're all going to. Oh, die. Eugene. Eugene. Eugene, yeah. What about? Eugene I thought they were going to kill. Everybody. I honestly thought Eugene was dead man walking as well. So. Yeah, I mean Eugene seemed like an easy one to kill off. <laughs> no, see, this yeah, is what that's I'm why he's going to survive. This but is going to be. Uh, you know, he's going to restart the human population. He's going to restart the. <laughs> I understood why they killed Abe. I did, but I was pissed for yeah. Sasha that well, they killed Abe because she's lost two men now. And then, like, and not and not including her brother. She don't need well, no man tie her down. The truth with Abe, Abe <laughs> making it through the comic book as long as he did. I was just like, all right, he might make it through this. But then I started thinking, I'm like, all right, you got this, this, I don't even animal. The first thing he's gonna go after is the strongest one on the team. Knock yep. him out. Just just by size alone. So I knew Abe was out. Yeah. But seriously, why would you throw Daryl in the back of your truck? He see, I think he's because going to be he's, he's the hostage. I, yeah. He's next. You don't do, what, well, no, you don't do no. what I say, then your next yeah. person is out. Because remember in the comics, Andrea's Andrea is, is still alive and she goes with them and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl's yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be like, you know, their bride or whatever, probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's well, a, on. yeah. Well, even... The last show, the one I watched. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, am I the only one to watch Dirk Gently? Oh, I watched it. I oh, okay. could not watch it because it's not out yet for Canada. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not oh, so you get class, but we get Dirk gently. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I saw class. So. And you can talk yeah. about that then. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I can. Saw it as well. What? What? See, there's another Tulsa wall. What the heck is Dirk gently? Okay. I, I'm not even saying it right. It's British. It's That's been, all you need uh, to know. It's not actually. Actually, this show is not British. Um, well, I mean. Dirk Gently originally was basically a Doctor Who character that never was. So, uh, yeah, what's his name? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I the storyline, the story goes is Douglas Adams wrote a couple Doctor Who scripts called Shada and something else that were never produced. So he recycled all that material into what became Dirk, the novel Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. And um, there was a couple in like the 2000s. There was a BBC radio dramatization of the novels. There was a BBC TV show that wasn't exactly based off the books, but had the same characters. And now there's this show, which has nothing to do with the novels. Although they they do make a little reference to the events of um, Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. So it's implied the novels did happen in this continuity. Um, But it's an original thing sent in the US and written by... um, uh, that guy I don't like, um, uh, John Landis's son. Uh, oh, Max Landis. Yeah, Max, Max Landis. <laughs> I like him. He did wrestling yeah. isn't wrestling, which was amazing. Yeah, stop with the wrestling. Uh. <laughs> What's this thing? I know. All, all right. All so it was interesting, or it wasn't. I, I, that's a no well I'm going to say I really liked Elijah Wood's character but Elijah Wood always plays entertaining characters because he always just seems to be the same exacerbated guy yeah. who's tossed into situations again yeah it's like he, it felt like he wanted to be on Wilfred again so that's why he's doing yeah this. that's what that's what it reminds me of it's like this is Wilfred but with you know a holistic detective instead of talking dog 
Yo, every time I saw the clips, that's exactly what I saw. That's funny. All right. All right. Let's move on. Box office total. Oh, yes. We got a box office. Oh, did you want to do a class review or a box office? Well, yeah, I, I, I'd rather not because, again, it's being aired in Canada only. So, you know. Oh, you know, US... it's your Canadian exclusive review. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive. Go ahead. Canada. You, you can talk about uh, class is okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, yeah, do we want to do any backstory? Like, you know, classes. Yeah, class is basically a spinoff of Doctor Who. It's basically revolves around Coal Hill Academy, which of course is from Doctor Who series. Uh, it revolves around uh, these kids who, these students who are part of, are, are, you know, part of the school. Uh, and it all, they all get involved, unfortunately, in this uh, this invasion from an alien race that is looking for one of the students, which is which is actually a, a uh, prince who is he sought re- refuge on Earth, thanks to the Doctor. Prince from outer space. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, no. So you have a prince. You have his servant, quote unquote, which basically is like his slave. They're they're bonded because of a uh, a parasite that she has in the back of her skull. Uh, she becomes she's basically her protector though. So uh, you have a girl who shares a heart with one of the invading aliens. Yep. How uh, do you do that? <laughs> Very interestingly. You want it. It, it was it was yeah it was an interesting concept I don't think the ex- execution was very good. Mm. Uh, you have one student who had his girlfriend killed right in front of him by one of these invading aliens and then had his you know sacrificed his legs and now he has a, an alien prosthetic wow. leg. Just keep yeah. trying to get used to. Yeah, and then uh, that's really it. I mean, and basically they're like the Scooby Gang trying to protect the school from these time. Uh, aberrations that are happening. Coming uh, like that's a good description. Scooping the game. Yeah, is yeah it is. It is. Let it go. Yeah, they just don't have a great Dane. Yeah. I I, I really funny. do miss the days of when the Daleks were using Coal Hill as their secret plan to, you know, get the hand of Omega and then the seventh doctor wandered in and got like beaten up and like Ace hit like that Dalek with a baseball bat because yeah. <laughs> wow, you could kill any storyline. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I don't like that. Ep- I, that episode's really popular. I don't like it that much. Really, you don't like anything though. Any storyline. That storyline. So, and the one he was talking about. I think Dalek. <laughs> I, I think Dalek really needs to audition for Masterpiece Theater, where he could just, <laughs> uh, just do it. Just do it. So, does role. the show have promise or? He has a good concepts. The execution, though, I mean, like I like the actors and actresses. Oh yeah, by the way, the other part of the Scooby game is the the black girl from Doctor Who. Oh god, they brought her back. I hated oh, her. Yeah, yeah. So she uh, was awful. <laughs> so basically, well, she's a she, her character is a bit more mature in this. Wait, one. which like, black girl? You mean like the actual high school? Kid? Yeah, you, the, yeah. Remember the girl with the with the braids? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the one her. who got what's her name killed because she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, it, it has an interesting concept. The only problem I have with it, though, and it's a major significant problem, is that it's too angsty and and too. 
uh, yeah, it, it tries too hard to being like nine hundred two one zero. Oh, Whoa. wait, wait. So it's skins with a sci-fi. Is it skins with a sci-fi twist? Or is it nine hundred two one zero meets Doctor Who? Hey. Yeah, because that would yeah. actually be an interesting show. Actually, skins but with a sci-fi twist. No, oh, that'd be God. like you just want to see skins. With the British version of skins, not the MTV one. <laughs> It wasn't much better. Okay. I like that until that kid got hit by the bus and ruined it for, the, like, you know, everything afterwards. That sounds like Degrassi now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a better thing. It, it's Degrassi. He becomes a rapper. It's, yeah, it's, it's basically right. Degrassi, but with sci-fi, and it's it's not as... It is not as sophisticated in the storytelling. It's more just like right. yeah, we don't really want to tell about it. What you yeah. explain the character? It, it, I, I, it'll be interesting how it keeps going, but uh, yeah, if it, it keeps you going, I past... this review. That's yeah, what no. keeps going. Let's move on. All right, let's move on. That's a lot of that's a lot of talk for a show that's so so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's squeeze in. Let's squeeze in our box office. Yeah, our, we got uh, box office. Um, Boo Amadea Halloween made twenty eight point five million. That's the Jack- biggest opening he's had in years. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, being spooky is a good thing. No, for they thought they was gonna see zombies. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Yeah. Honestly, which would have been funnier. Spooky, uh, scary. Tyler Perry sends a shiver on your spine. That was funny. <laughs> All right, uh, number two, Jack Reacher two made twenty two point eight million. Number three, or um, Ouija two made fourteen million. Wow. Four is the accountant made thirteen point six million in week two, so it dropped a good amount, but not a ton. Uh, number five, Girl on a Train made seven point one million. Yeah. Okay. Do we want top ten or just top five this week? Top five. Go ahead, top ten. Okay. All right, number uh, six, uh, Miss Peregrine's blah 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 made 5.8. Number seven, another new... God, this week had a lot of new releases. Uh, number seven, Keeping Up with Jones's Bomb yeah, this, made 5.4 yeah, this... million. Jeez, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, uh, Zach Galifianakis has become box office poison. Uh, I'm amazed he was. As always. That movie actually looked kind of funny. It looks like a movie we've had before. That was the problem. Yeah, we definitely had that movie several times. Because wasn't it like wasn't that the plot of the whole nine yards or whatever? Yes. Yes, something like that. Instead of spies, it was uh, criminals. But yeah, moving yeah. on. Okay, number eight, Kevin Hart. What now? Four four point one million dropped sixty five percent. But I mean, it's a comedy movie. I mean, they don't tend to do well past week one. But he number... made it made back its money plus. Yeah, something. I mean, it's a comedy movie. They cost nothing to make, but they also don't do well after week one. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, number nine, Storks, four million, and number ten, Deepwater Horizon, made three point three million. Huh. Interesting. Not bad. Not bad. I expected Reacher to make more. Oh, and I'll mention it just because you I mean, did? it's I apparently did. coming back for another week because it did really well. I unless this was the week, uh, Shin Godzilla made another hundred and fifteen thousand. Oh, that movie oh, nice. was amazing. Nice. And I think it has another week out. I think Funimation just announced that they're going to be doing another like limited week with it. Yeah. Because it's been yeah. performing exceedingly well for them, even though it dropped a ton. Hey, hey Funimation, would you be nice enough to like get the rights like all those Godzilla movies that Sony manhandled? 
so we can finally have proper releases of them. I thought somebody else put those out. Didn't Discotech or someone put those out? No, no, the Heisei movies are still mostly in uh, Sony's control, except for um, 1984 and Biolante. Oh, all right. You know what? I did want to squeeze up. We promised the audience a little bit of horror focus tonight. Let's squeeze a little bit. So, just go around the table, just off the top of your head. What horror movie do you think that preteens <laughs> would enjoy? That the rest of us may not enjoy because it's for their, you know, it's mm. for their age group. Goosebumps. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was goosebumps. goosebumps. Well, even, even then, Goose. like you, there, there's that nostalgia factor going for it. Yeah, and I was going to say, if we're going even older, you could say something like Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> And then it Ew, depends on true. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um... Um, know, yeah. Uh, what was that? What was that? You know what? Horror movies for kids? Abin Costello meets Frankenstein. Oh, and mm. they had the Wolfman 2 and the Mummy. Yeah. yeah. They did a whole Wolfman series of those mummy. Universal monitor, Monsters. Monster oh, Squad. Oh, Monster Squad was amazing. Monster Remember Squad, Monster Squad? yeah. That's yeah. Any of the Scooby-Doo ones... Film. Oh, well, I have to mention. Oh, that's one I got to mention because I watched part of it today. Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. It was. <laughs> it's the you best Scooby Doo. No, it is the best Scooby Doo movie made. Period. Like it is yeah. literally. Are they real the, huh? Yeah, they were. They real are monsters. actual zombies. The monsters were like that was the whole tagline. The monsters are real. And the nice thing about this one is they didn't play it like as a kiddie thing. It was basically almost a PG thirteen movie. Hmm. Like, there was a body wow. count in this movie. Like, it was all off screen, wow. but there yeah, was a body count. Like, yeah, that was like the, right. the part. Was good. Yeah. And then, like, they toned it down for all the future movies after that, because apparently, was it Warner Brothers had issues with the fact that it now, was a little bit intense. Now, let me ask you this. Got involved. Let me ask you this. If, 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 if some parents just happen to show their kids an adult, like, like a grown horror movie, I'm not going to name any names. Toby. 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 Toby, did you show... Toby, Yo, did you show... irresponsible your... parent in the world. Toby, did you show your kids hostile? Man, I took it worse than that, but don't worry about Exorcist? it. Exorcist? are good. Hey, I saw Exorcist. Yeah, good. Well. Did you, did so you what, make them so watch Sleep Away Camp? What movie do you think... What he movie makes the, he you made them watch Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, did God. they watch what Cannibal Holocaust you with you, Toby? What? Like what? Okay, so let me ask you this: out of out of a couple, what age? What's the youngest age do you think that you could show aliens? Aliens in my household. Oh my goodness! Three. Fifty. Wow. Ooh, three. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I, don't I mean, know. I saw aliens. Yeah, I saw alien. I saw it. Fifteen. I saw Psycho at the age of 10, folks. So. And I saw it at Psycho how like that came eight, out. but that traumatized me for against showers for a long time. I, I saw Exorcist at 9, and I was okay. So Exorcist yeah. did nothing for me. But... <laughs> like, you are not okay. None of us are okay, but still. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw, was it, I saw Friday the 13th Part 4 when left. I was like 7 or 8, and that movie just freaked me out for like year, like for a good you long while. So you all said that, that you've seen time. movies at young ages, and none of you are okay. Yo, so listen. oh no, not a bit. Yeah, I think yeah. like this. I yeah. do it to the kids. If <laughs> actually, they... actually, we are okay. We know how to survive 
Any. Horror movie type situation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I could think of that one. Literally, like the only movies that really disturb me are like not even like really horror movies. It's like stuff like The Day After that that freaks me out. Oh, the day the day after wasn't so bad. Strings, that's a freaking scary. Oh god, yeah. There's, there's, there's one movie I I. No, is it Strings or Freds? I think it's Freds, Freds, Freds. No, no day after was like laughable because it's so cheerful. <laughs> there's one All movie right. I so, keep away from kids. And that's hell. Teenagers. What's what's uh what what's good movie for teenagers right now? It's all the like I said, all the yeah, the conjuring and stuff like that. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But what would you say? What what else do you think could could a teenager enjoy that we? Because I I like um like just basically scream. Yeah, Scream would work. I mean, yeah, even, like, Scream, I would have aversions, too, because of the sex, and there's a ton of sex in Scream. You know, for um younger teens, you know, for some reason, they like the movie Hashtag. What? Oh. What? Really? Oh, come on, y'all what? know what I'm talking about. No, I, 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 yeah, there's a movie called Hashtag, but what? <laughs> hashtag I'm not sure. Yeah. And it's not, like I just said, it's not our cup of tea. <laughs> right, I'm not saying I watch, but yes, younger teens seem to to love that female. What yeah, well, when I was eighteen, I'm going from like thirteen to well, seven. What is when I was, when I was in about. high school? Yeah. When I when I was in high school, like around freshman year, we were all into Dawn of the Dead, the original. Yeah. Um, so. Which is and one of my favorite. And you and you were a perfectly maladjusted individual. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, you Some know what the little kids like, and I'm not the sure. The blob. the blob will be a good horror the, the movie. Older, the older uh, ones generally tend to. I mean, yeah. it's not a movie, but little kids, I mean, like, I'm surprised little kids actually like it. Little kids, maybe preteens. I mean, the whole Five Nights at Freddy's series. Oh, God. Which actually yeah. manages to scare me in a few spots. Wait, kids it, it. am I the only one who would show a teenager kids just to scare the hell out of them to be straight, you know, to stay straight and narrow? Scared straight. Uh, yeah. You would show them what? You would show them kids. scared straight? No, show them kids to scare them straight. No, don't oh, show them gosh. kids. <laughs> yeah, no. show them something show better. Them kids, so you no, don't show them the kids. Show them something me. more happy like Mondo Connect. Oh, Mondo I, I guess I'm. I guess I'm the only one that would do kid, that. Though. You know what? God damn, kids is like not even for anybody under seventeen. Truthfully, kids isn't for anybody. Period. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's interesting that you I'm have sure. a movie with kids in it, but it's not for kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, not at all. No, no, kids no. are scary. The ending dude. of that movie where he's kids just like, scary. you know, casually raping that girl, even though he doesn't know or yeah, she doesn't know he has AIDS or whatever. Uh, Harmony, Kareen, you're horrible. Anyway. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin oh, Cabin in the for teenagers, yeah. You know what I like to do? I like to take it back, like, and and do like um classic stuff, and and do things like um the thing, like yeah, the original or not? Which one? The nineteen fifties thing or the eighties thing? Alien, John Carpenter's thing. Um, yeah, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, Werewolf in London. Just don't show took... them Hellraiser. Yeah, and that's what uh, I said a... before. Not Hellraiser. Yeah, no, no BSDM that early. That's a little bit too soon. Uh, how about Blair? How about the original Blair Witch Project? I'm only saying this because it came out when I was in middle, 
uh, my last year of middle school, and I was thirteen. I mean, outside yeah. of language, I don't see a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, one. Really. yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Also, Geek Soul Brothers' favorite movie, Ghost of Mars. Oh. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from something that's not scary. Oh, oh the original uh, Halloween has no blood or of any sort, Ooh. doesn't it? Yeah, any no, the original Halloween's. Halloween is pretty bloodless. It, well, not any other Halloweens. Any other Halloweens with uh, Michael Myers? Halloween Myer 2. Yeah. Halloween 2 had yeah. some blood in it. It was still not that yeah. bad. I mean, it, it was just sort of it just sort of happened off yo, screen. I, but yo, I got there. one for y'all. I got one for and y'all. Now... I love this one. Yo, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah. the Johnny Depp movie, right? Yeah, yeah. The Johnny Depp one. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever free like that freeform channel. It's, a, it's a, actually yeah. Sleepy Hollow. I think the I think the preteens could watch too. Almost. Yeah. Dude, yes, they can. They can watch. I, I All right, they can see Johnny Depp in it. Are movies that only adults could watch. Uh, the Human Centipede. Hellraiser. Oh, Human Centipede, yeah. God, yeah. Hellraiser, too. Yep. Uh, Hellraiser? You don't want to introduce kids to the sadomasochism. Hellraiser gets way too bloody, dude, for anybody to be watching that crap. And they, they and start to the skin It's like people. all sexual fetish stuff. I mean, you yeah, can't really show that to really, kids. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, that's true. body yeah, horror as, like, you know, as a turn-on. That's not something you want kids to yeah, yeah, most Cronenberg movies like Scanners don't show those to kids. Or Video Drone really. or any of those. No, especially fly. Video Drone. I, show, I, I mean, maybe The Fly. You could probably fly. show them The Fly. Oh, yeah. I would yeah, show them the, the Fly. The original one. I probably wouldn't show them. I probably would not show them Reanimator simply for one nah. particular scene. Dude, you know, you could show them. The wrong you could show them Puppet Master, though. Sing Clinton uh, in the chat master. said Dr. Giggles is a fun one. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Dr. Oh, Giggles, Dr. yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of that killer clowns from outer space, there you go. At the, yeah, um, Meet the Feebles? I have never seen Meet the Feebles. Oh, wow. I must have said you're young the enough. Feebles, that, uh, this, that was the old Peter. How about, uh, how about Dead Alive? Oh, Lord. Uh, Dead Alive, probably. Or uh, they I, live. They live would actually work for kids. Yeah, they live would be fine. Yeah, but Stop now, evil, now what? Now you're the comment. Would you show hostile? Oh, oh. show hostile to. Actually, yeah, I would. would you show hostile to teenagers. Would you show? No. Yes. I've would done you Toby has poor standards for parenting. I've done it. No, no. What else it's would you? What else would you, you show that? If you, would if you, you want... show martyrs? To no. Teenagers? Wait, which well, team martyrs didn't have anything 15? but disturbing scenes. Uh, what about Critters? Critters is fine. Ghoulies would work, yeah. so would Tremors, probably. Yeah, yeah Tremors, I mean, I yeah, Tremors yeah, is nothing we, but you, fun. You asked about like, family films like Tremors, uh, Critters, uh, Gremlins, of course. Uh, How about Eight-Legged Freaks? <laughs> Yeah, yes, that's yeah. The, that, that's, that, that's that that would be the fourth uh, thing. What could the whole family watch? I Something think like um, Coraline or Paranorman would be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, uh, I mean, like Alex said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tremors, Tremors isn't bad. If, if you want to have a if you want to have a good laugh with your kids, Ghoulies would be a perfect one. Because... Yeah, Ghoulies would be fine. I mean, Super Eight would be fine, even though I'm not sure it's really completely a horror movie. Still what about Cooties? Did you guys see Cooties? Cooties was hilarious. I've heard kids. of it. I don't think I saw it. Watch. What about Cooties? What about the, what about what about the stuff? 
Oh God, the that movie! I'm not sure if it'd probably be appropriate, but I remember seeing all the trauma movies as a kid because the USA's up all night. No, you do not want to throw too much sex in there for them. I think because I remember yeah. they showed the original Toxic Avenger, and I was like, "Wow, this movie is a lot more saucy than the Fox Kids cartoon led on." <laughs> and that was the censor. Uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I loved how that—that that was the other thing back then. They made cartoons for kids out of R-rated movies, and I never understood how that got. Yeah, it was like Conan right. the Barbarian had a cartoon. How the hell? Yeah, that Robocop. Happened? Robocop had a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It was like Police Rambo, Academy had, had a cartoon. Rambo, they had Rambo the series. And you know who we have right. to thank for all this? Christy Marks. <laughs> all right. Really? Wow. Let's close it. Let's close it out. Dialect. Oh. What's the uh, Ring Ring movie phone? What's coming out? Hello, you have selected Mr. Fake Movie Phone. First, the documentary about a band you don't care anymore. It's Oasis Supersonic on Wednesday. <laughs> Next, the movie people are hailing as the no- the number one heart-stopping thrill ride of the season. You will be amazed and, and astounded by yet another boring Robert Landon movie. It's Inferno coming to summer. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, it's not summer. Uh, never mind. It's been delayed. Next. <laughs> next, the next, the a stud, a a heartwarming story of lost love and the bile and the binds that tie the ties that bind us. <laughs> it's it's too tight. <laughs> Did he throw? He had a hairball, I think. Uh... Next. Next, we have Gimme Danger, the story of Iggy and the Stooges making raw power. Why the hell did they call, call the movie Gimme Danger? That's not even the good song of that album. I tell you what. Next. <laughs> Next. The latest installment of the live story of John and John Stone, Mr. <clears throat> Donkey is a god. <laughs> Next. New... Oh, no. mm. Please don't. Next, new life. It is a romance. Which is what Dalek needs. Oh. What a couple. Oh, now now you are going to get the the next one. (laughs) Next, The Unspoken, a horror film. Then on tomorrow, we have Recover. Oh, actually, this is on Thursday, Recovery, a horror thriller. And finally, the next installment is the life story of Jonathan J. Stone, Trash Fire. (laughs) <laughs> burn, baby, burn. Hey, I like his Orion Pictures is putting yeah, it out. Yeah, how is Orion Pictures putting it out? They exist they, again? Re- yeah, yeah, they no, came they back. Exist. They're back. They, they is it back still like an MGM division or are they a new Yeah, yeah Sony. Yeah, oh, yeah. So they just put out their shit there. Yeah, yeah. Orion came back. Uh, Carol Coe's back now. Yeah, uh, Carol Coe? It's Carol Coe? I always thought it was Carl Coe. Yeah. Carl Coe. I hope Orion kept their logo. Carl Coe. Their, they uh, did. Actually, they, they went back to their old 80s logo, so yeah. I loved Orion's yeah. logo, that little star, the star belt spinning. And then it was like, yeah. Orion. Did you ever like see like the commentary track for like UHF where... Uh, uh, Weird Al actually sings the Orion logo jingle. Oh, <laughs> I am not. Orion, Orion is bankrupt okay. now. Ah. All right. They actually put Let's out. Close out. Let's close out. Thanks, people, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Lots of, lots of movie talk. Of course, we saw a lot of movies, and we got a lot of movies coming up too. Definitely, yeah. Doctor Strange uh, uh, coming out soon, and. 
You know, we got some sci-fi. Seems like everybody wants to see Arrival more than a lot of other, I mean, besides Rogue One, a lot of other um, uh, sci-fi films that you may not know about. Arrival seems to be very popular. It did a poll and 85% want to see it over uh, Passengers and Will Smith's uh, Collateral Beauty. It's going to be terrible. So. It's going to suck. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Dude. We'll talk about it when we Every, see it. I, Anyway, I, folks. Bill and Eve is going to be the next. Check us out. Yeah, check us out. Uh, check us out on Twitter, MDog957, the Lee underscore she, Howard Tobias, uh, Phil Rican underscore Uno, Illuminous, Johnson J. Stone Zero, Real Lord Dalek, Sharita 22, Archie Manor, the Shadow Scout. And, uh, yeah, I think I get it. Um, you can check out the Nerdy Venom, Five Nerdy Venoms on Facebook and Twitter for all your nerdy news. And me, Geek Soul Brother, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, and com. Reviews and trailers on there. Also, hit that donate button. That's that. Don't hate them. Don't hate them. <laughs> all late. Um... Check us out there. You can hit the donate button, go to PayPal, or you can go to patreon.com slash brother if you want to donate that way. Reoccurring, that's the secret word. Reoccurring dollar each month if, I don't know, if even 10% of my followers on Twitter donated a dollar a month, we'd be set. I thought Apple's was the safe word. Oh, sorry, that's something different. I'm sorry. Did Apple. the duck just drop? <laughs> anyway, check us out there. Check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. I gotta find those other sites that've been copping our uh, RSS feeds, but I don't mind if it's a, if it's a bigger audience. That's fine. And um, yeah, wait until next week, and we should be having some nice guests coming on. Michelle Lavretta in in November, and uh, um, uh, David Pastor writer of uh, Incorporated coming to Sci-Fi. He should be he's in talk. He should be coming soon. But anyway, you guys take care. Hope you enjoyed the show. Download, share with your friends. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Tonight on Poldark. Poldark opens a mind and likes for gold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.